Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Andy coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California on a rainy, what is it? Friday, Friday evening. <laughs> I know, we're kind of out of sorts because we didn't do the whole school run today. I know, it was a little odd today. Uh, and we're starting a little bit early uh, just because we need to do that because of other things we have planned. Um, and we want to make sure that you understand that we have a website that is extremely important for you to go and visit. It's called resurrectministry.com yes. because we have resources there. We have book recommendations. We have pastors that we love to listen to. We have our shows, not only this um, uh, podcast, but the other podcast called Fearless Man Podcast. We have um, some reruns of, Resur uh, of uh, Remnant Rising yes. um, that um, has gone into a hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> but... Our Living Fearless Devotional is being added to the Real Life Network. Yes, Pastor, uh, Jack Pastor Jack Hibbs Network, which we're hearing a lot about right now because he's being canceled on every other social media platform. Right now, yes. he's still on Facebook, but uh, he's they're uh, canceling him uh, very quickly. He's off of YouTube. Not, they didn't just cancel him off YouTube. They didn't like suspend him. They wiped him off of YouTube. You can't find him, apparently. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, wow. I thought they were gonna. That was just temporary. No, I, I, we gotta actually. I'll look while you're um, doing something. <laughs> oh yeah, no, his channel's definitely not there. But yeah. I thought during the suspension, they take your channel off until they bring it back. No, I think it's like Facebook. Like I still have Facebook. I'm suspended, but I still have. I still have when some Instagram access to took my account, it was gone. It was. Yeah, well, you're you're like Jack. You're very bad. <laughs> I'm not that bad. I just get. Part, I get uh, probation. Yeah, you get we, parole. You get, you get put in Facebook jail. <laughs> hey, Cindy, nice to see you. Hi, Cindy. And Carrie News is on. Hi, Carrie. It's nice to see our late birds on early. Uh, the early time. We were concerned that we would have nobody watching. But it uh, looks like we have our our friends. Yes. Thank you very much. Um, I have some stories from today, too, that we'll visit a little bit later on. So make sure you stay tuned for uh, Andy's stories. Andy's story time. Everybody <laughs> looks forward to Andy's story time. Because I have a question that I need to ask the audience. So we're reading uh, for our devotional today. Uh, as you, blanket? Uh, Charlie, uh, Charlie, <laughs> I call him Charlie, Charlie now, Charles Ch Spurgeon and I. Yeah, yeah. It, well, Charlie, he likes to be called sometimes too. Uh, the devotional is called Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon. And the, uh, the reference for February 24th is Ezekiel 34, 26. It says, I will send down showers in season. There will be showers of blessing. Hmm. Another thing just came to mind. So maybe we'll have two stories from Andy. Oh. Um, uh, uh, Charles says in this devotional, he says, here is a sure example of God's sovereign mercy. I will send down showers in season. Isn't this a divine sovereign blessing for who except God can say, I will send down showers. There is only one voice that can speak to the clouds and bring forth rain. Who bestows rain on the earth? Who sends water upon the countryside? Isn't it only the Lord who can accomplish this? I would think so. Yes. Grace is the gift of God. And although people need it, they are helpless to create it in the same way. What would the ground do without showers? You could break up the hard clots, clods of dirt. You could even sow your seeds. But what a dirt clod that you uh, throw. Okay. Uh, you don't have to throw them, but they're clumps of dirt. Okay. Uh, but what good would it do without the rain? 
Therefore, the Lord's divine blessing becomes an absolute necessity. You would labor in vain unless God sent plenty of showers, sending salvation down. And he sends abundant grace. I will send down showers. Notice he does not say, I will send down a few drops, but he says showers. So it is with grace as well. When the Lord gives a blessing, he usually gives in such great measure that you will not have room enough for it. Plentiful grace. Oh, how we need plentiful grace to keep us humble, prayerful, holy, and fervently devoted to protect us through this life, and finally to take us to heaven. We cannot survive without the saturating showers of grace. But again, it is seasonal grace. I will send down showers in season. What season are you experiencing this morning, Hedia? Is it season of drought? Then it is also the season of showers. Is it a season of great difficulty with dark clouds? Then that too is the season for showers. God said, your strength will equal your days and later offers another gracious gift or benefit. Sorry. There will be showers of blessing. The word showers is in the plural meaning the Lord will send all kinds of blessings. Also, all of his blessings go together like links in a golden chain. For example, if he gives grace for conversion, he will also send grace for comfort. Mm. He will send showers of blessing. Thus, O parched plant, look up today and then open your leaves and flowers to receive a heavenly watering. Aww. So a dirt clod, you would know if you're a dude, if you're a boy. Oh, can you play with clods? Oh, yeah, we throw, that's one of the first things we learn how to do, oh. is how to, how to find a dirt clod, and uh, we look for our first target. That's oh. like, as soon as we can walk. Wow. Yeah. You don't recall that when my brother was little. <laughs> oh, really? No. <laughs> that's odd. Hmm. Maybe, well. Maybe it's an OC thing. We've talked about some of the men and that you had in your life, including your brother. <laughs> And even your wonderful dad. Your dad was amazing, but there were some things. <laughs> were a little weird. He, I don't think that he ever picked up probably a dirt clod and threw it at somebody. Never. No, nah, I didn't think so. For sure. Um, so, you know, the one thing that it came to mind, and it was kind of thing that stopped me, is that, and I hope you don't mind me telling people this. <laughs> Here you go, folks. <laughs> you hate it when I said Andy's when I, story time is always secret <laughs> details about yours truly. Whatever his own secret details, <laughs> they're mine. <laughs> Thank God I was on my best behavior today. <laughs> so this is my, my this is my second story, but I'm going to tell it first. And that is that um, you're not a fan of rain and showers, no. not at all. Like you're like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> so with that in mind, and there's other things in the Bible I think that like what I, my it's like my issue with blood. When we talk about blood, I go, yes. oh, I go, I can't get past the fact that we're talking about blood. <laughs> um, how does this strike you when you're not a fan of showers? Do you, do you think of it? Is it hard for you to understand that showers is a blessing? No, oh. of course not. I know the earth needs it, but I yeah. love the way Spurgeon puts it. It's like you can have plants, you can have dirt, and you can have sunshine, and you can have all these things. But if there's no water, these things aren't growing. <laughs> Yeah. And I actually realized that in my life, because as we were talking about briefly um, in the beginning of this week or the end of last week, we went this awesome, like spirit filled couple of weeks where there was just nothing that was going wrong. And then 
it's just like, I don't know you. I think the Lord takes us through these valleys and mountains so that you realize it says it keeps you humble because you realize <laughs> if he lifts his hand for one second, complete chaos mm-hmm. from the simplest things, the things that you took for granted that were just going to happen. You know what I mean? And that were just blessings that you took for granted. And then suddenly he's like, don't take any of those blessings. Cause those are showers of grace. I can lift one and the dominoes would fall like till you're, I'll have to pick you up off the floor, you know? Yeah. And, and then it's, it's in the Valley that you realize, wow, I, I am so dependent on his grace on the showers of grace. Mm. So I actually like the analogy. Okay. Well, that's good. Uh, Carrie says they put Jack's channel back up today. Well, oh. he, Jack has a, a, a he's probably wow. like president Trump. He has hundreds of attorneys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and people that are in the know. I mean, he has friends in the in the the past government, not this current government. He may have a friend or two in this current government, but um, yeah. So it doesn't surprise well, me Congress that was, people, yeah, that he was able to make something move. Military, but uh, yeah. Oh well, wow! After all of that, he's even on Newsmat, uh, America's News Voice tonight about yeah. getting canceled. <laughs> I can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear that. He's going to have to alter his uh, his talk, but. Uh, yeah, he was under attack. Uh, yep, Andy, story time. We'll get back. To, we'll get to that in just a little bit. Hi, Robert. Hello, Robert. Nice to see you. How, how are you feeling? Hope you're feeling well. And it's not just guys. Cindy threw dark clouds. Too. Yeah, you well. See, that? see, good times. And Robert used snowballs. <laughs> and Carrie says she doesn't know how long you'll be up, though. <laughs> yeah, until uh, Sunday. Uh, it'll probably be taken down. I, I'm sure it was taken down because of Wednesdays. Um, the last Wednesday, the Martians, yeah. the demons, the aliens. Well, it could have been that one. It wasn't because of Charlie Kirk? No, it was before Charlie Kirk. Oh, really? So what I'm thinking about with this devotional is, um, is and, and I've, I've told the story several times, but it's it's different now that I read this. And, and I, I'm looking at it differently. And it's the, the part with um, the dark clouds. And I can't find it right now. Uh, is it on this page? Where he talks about the dark clouds. Um, are you in a season of drought? Uh, are you in a season of blessing? Is it a season of great difficulty with dark clouds? Yes. So when I think, when I've thought about my history as a agnostic and then a, a Christian religious dude walking around a church, not really walking with God. Um, there was a lot of dark things. That was very dark clouds in that period of time. And, and we've talked about how when God enters your life, that he shakes things up. Yes, rearranges all the furniture. But that was kind of after I realized that I wasn't that I wasn't walking with God. But sometimes he moves everything around and causes yeah. a hurricane to get you to walk with but, him. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And so as much as I understand the idea also that uh, with great difficulty is a time for joy, that's not the exact wording of it, but you know that when you yeah. have a difficulty in your life, that think think of it as awesomeness and, Count it and all joyful. Joy. Yeah. <laughs> that... I realize that the 
the emptying of my bank accounts, the taking of my home temporarily, the, the all of the shenanigans that went on, the the this emptying my house of furniture. <laughs> Those were you blessings. Didn't they take your dog? Yeah, then eventually took my dog. Yes, <laughs> and my welcome mat, and uh, I mean, every you name it, my my garden hose. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 was a rain a shower of blessings it was a cleansing it was a wiping away I had to say that. and just the oh my gosh i'm reading this devotional and i'm just thinking oh my gosh this is this makes me look at it completely different well, wait a minute. so showers we think we can think of very pretty storms or it's a hailstorm like today <laughs> where it just wipes everything out yeah. i get your point but, but it's not destruction necessarily it, 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 what it, looks it, like destruction yeah. at the time but it's a cleansing it's a, it's a cleansing a blessing like okay listen i've given you i've given you i've given you so much opportunity I mean, I was so full of myself everything coming up to that point, leading into that point, because I had just about everything I needed. Yes, I mean, we had awesome. tons of money in the bank account. We, I was buying police cars. I was buying bicycles and other offices. I had offices in the Caribbean, in Northern Ireland, uh, in um, uh, Cathedral City, in, in Palm Springs. Big old office. And I was on television a lot with, uh, you know, with Cesar Milano, that kind of stuff. I was pretty cocky. And then, and then, and then, he, and then he decided, let me just. Until you were buying uh, canned. Uh, yeah, yeah. Set. Let me just wash that away. Here's a shower for you. It is this. This life is not about you, you dummy. I almost said something bad. Um, and um, just, yeah, just well, the blessing of having all that wiped away. I mean, what would happen to me if that didn't happen? Where would I be? Wouldn't be here. Where would I be? I'd be in jail. <laughs> no, you'd never be. In jail. I'd be in Vegas. I mean, I'd be like this girl that we saw that Molly story or whatever that yeah. thing was, where she just like kept chasing, right? She kept chasing the the fame, the fortune, the connections, all that kind of stuff, and just could never get there. Um, wow. I mean, thank God, thank you, God, thank you for that shower. That, that and I have a similar story. Yes, I was telling my testimony to a friend of mine, and I was explaining to her that. When I left Islam and had not met Jesus, literally a shower, I, I, it, it was like somebody had, you know, 200 pieces of C4. It, it exploded. <laughs> like I lost everything. It was complete and utter destruction behind me. When I moved to LA, all I had was my parents and my daughter. You know, so I lost my friends. I lost my network. I lost my reputation. I lost my job. I lost absolutely everything. But without a clean slate, I wouldn't have looked for the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And at the time, it felt like utter destruction, but it was a rain shower. Blessings. Cleansing. I never would have, uh, I never would have gotten to that position of just saying, I, 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 need, I need you, God. Yes. I and repent. how many of you have those? Stories? And I am sorry. It, sure. it never would have come out of my mouth. And what's interesting is that it did. I didn't, and I had, and I had had a past history of being mad at God for some of the things I'd seen as a police officer. Right. I had this history of of going there and going, I don't, I don't, I'm so mad at you. I can't believe you would allow this happen into your church, you know, one crime or another that I had, had witnessed. So it's interesting that 
at a, a at somewhat of a peak of my life and then having it all torn away that I didn't go there. Predestined. God's <laughs> foreknowledge. Yes. What do you guys think of that? Have you guys had gone through that uh, that type of thing where you're on top of the world and you, you you think, you know, I think I'm a good person, what Jack likes to say. I'm a really good person. <laughs> yes. Look at all these people I'm employing. I mean, at one point, I was employing 500 people. Look at all these people I'm employing. Look at look at, look at what I'm doing for them. Look what I'm doing for them. Yeah. Look at the look at the tools and things that I'm supplying them with. Look how great the dogs are that I'm training. Look at all this. Look how good I am. Yeah. And I'm thinking, this is this. I'm surely going to get to heaven. Look at look at this. Look at me. <laughs> and then he goes, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. What can we do? But why? What do you? Why? I mean, how, I just don't understand why I didn't get angry. Because of predestination. Explain that. Um, well, in God's infinite foreknowledge, He knows who will follow Him, and so you're basically you're predestined based on His foreknowledge of what your heart will ultimately choose in accepting the gospel, and by that predestination, you end up you will accept His. His son, you will be justified, sanctified, and glorified. He will bring you to your knees till you get to the point you want to go. He mm. wants you to go. He knows when you're ready for game time. He makes you ready. Prepares you. He makes you ready. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we always say, like, oh, yeah, when you have a prodigal child, you're like, yeah, well, they're just waiting for Jesus to break his legs. Then he'll come back. <laughs> you know, like, it's just... It's some of the things that God will put us through to bring us to our knees. And we pray that we don't need them repeatedly. Hmm. Um, but at times in our life, when we get arrogant or forgetful or heedless, um, he'll bring it back around. Because he loves us. Yeah. Just like we do with kids. No doubt. He keeps you ready. Thank you, Carrie. Yes. He says, absolutely. And she would throw stones, not dirt. Yeah, we, sometimes I put the stones inside the dirt clod. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was a couple of guys just that to throw off. Yeah, just to throw off your victims. It's a couple of dudes that deserved it. Oh no. Yeah, and they you can throw they go farther because they're a little bit more weight of to them. Of course, they would yeah. go farther. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> boys, versus boys. Yeah, there's one kid named Martin. I remember his name. Yeah, he deserved it. <laughs> He had a really nice bicycle that I want that I, I envied. And that's what he deserved. That's what no, he, deserved. he was also a jerk. Yeah, of course. The guy with the nice bicycle. <laughs> I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to find him. It was over where the Amway Corporation in La Mirada is. That used to be a dirt field alongside of it when they were building it. And I saw him come around the corner. <laughs> Perfect timing. I was like elf. <laughs> Got him. Um, anything else with the with this particular part of the devotional that before we go to the scripture? All right, let's hit the scripture and the gripture. The gripture and the scripture. Ezekiel 34, 26. I will make them and the places surrounding my hill a blessing. I will send down showers in season. There will be showers of blessings. Mm. Job 5.10, he provides rain for the earth. He sends water on the countryside. It's, God loves this analogy of water. Mm -hmm. 
And it is because it's such a life force, right? Yep. Ephesians 2.8, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God. There you go. There's your answer. Yep. Malachi 3.10. That's why it makes me cry when I think about, when I pray about having been saved, it makes me cry because it is an absolute gift. I didn't deserve it. I didn't no. earn it. I didn't expect it. I, I tell people, I never in a million years in my entire life could see myself as a Christian. Not as a child, not as a young adult, not as a, as a professional. Never, ever did I give it a thought. You never. I was the least likely person to ever become a Christian. Ever. Ever. You never thought of yourself as being a Christian with six kids living in Orange County, California? Ne never th driving an SUV? No. <laughs> never. <laughs> Malachi 310, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be enough room to store it. That's a promise of God we should hold on to. Mm. Test me, the Lord says, and see if I will not open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there won't be enough room to store it. Amen. I receive that. And I think, again, just a, a reminder, I think it's important to understand that we, we may not understand some of the flooding to yeah. be a blessing. Exactly. Right? But, but it, later on, like when you read a devotional by Charles Spurgeon on February 24th, then you see. <laughs> and even the simple things we take for granted that we don't realize are blessings, breathing, health, uh, provision, just the simple things we take for granted every single day. Yeah. Knowledge, the ability to retain knowledge. Good friends, uh, good pastors, um, safety. Safety. You know how many people don't live in safety? You know, where we can leave the garage door open and not worried about getting, you know, raped yeah. or murdered. Yeah. It's, just it's, called such a, it's called Chicago, Baltimore. A, yeah, it's such a gift. Deuteronomy 33.25. The bolts of your gates will be iron and bronze, and your strength will equal your days. Your strength will equal your days. Meaning you'll be strong for all of your days. Hmm. That's, that is a promise of the Lord. Uh, I like it better this way in New King James. Your sandal shall be iron and bronze as your days, so shall your strength be. Can you imagine walking in sandals that are made of iron and bronze? You, it's like ankle weights. You would be so strong. Wow, everything's so different every time you change it to a new... Right? So this is New Living Translation. May the bolts of your gates be of iron and bronze. Very different than sandals. <laughs> May you be secure all of your days. Wow. How could it be so different? Different interpretations of the Hebrew. Yeah. Let's see what uh, Cindy had to say there. Uh, laughing, and then Cindy says, yes, Jesus is living water, so we will not thirst again. Amen. Yeah. And yes, there are mountains and valleys, even the fact that the Lord is with us, high or low. Such a blessing. Grace. And it is a blessing. Yep. Um, we did not read, Jim. This is going to be a little surprise, because okay. we, we got into a little bit of a hurry. Uh, I, I said one time, and then I started it at a different time. So, um, you ready? Regarding seasons, God's word says, there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven, 
time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, <laughs> a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, mm. a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. And consider God's sovereignty in this. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the hearts of men. Mm. That's, That's so a good. great blessing to set eternity in the hearts of men because without that longing for eternity, we get caught up in the world. I think that was one of the most important things I learned as a as a new Christian. <laughs> as a spirit-filled Christian, then one of the first things that really kind of struck me when Jack said it was that your eternity started the moment you decided to accept Jesus Christ as yes. your Lord and Savior. That's when it starts. And I go, what? Awesome. How spectacular is that? Right. Where you, as a Muslim, um, never, it was always a, a guessing game. It was always, un, there's unsurety. Unsurety, is that the right only, word? Only uncertainty. Uncertainty. Thank you. The only thing we had was uncertainty. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's no way to live. No. To be Very sure good. at the moment is completely different. I don't know if you know that. Yes, I do now. <laughs> All right, this brings me to my story slash story question. Yeah, we need a little jingle for Andy's story time. Oh, I'll create one of those. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Like you, a God moment, you need to yeah, create a jingle. got to give me the word. And you just did. Um, so today, and I share these stories, and I know Hedia, this happens to all the time to Hedia. And so don't think <laughs> that I'm telling you every time that, you know, this kind of thing happens with her. But because uh, uh, people in need just find you. They, they, God puts them in your path. Yeah. And so... We come out of uh, Denny's. Yes, we ate at Denny's today. Uh, we come out of Denny's uh, there in Garden Grove. And, and it's always the same. I see them and go, eh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they stop you in your tracks. I don't, I can't. <laughs> one of these days I will, I will get a, oh, I couldn't, I, not this one, I, couldn't. I will get a heart for the, um, the homeless or the people that are having difficulty. Like they just really just jump out in front of you. And um, this woman uh, was an Asian woman. It was obvious. And we first saw her by herself. She looked like she was somewhere in her 60s or 70s. And uh, it's freezing cold here. I mean, a hailstorm. Yeah, it's hailing. It's cold. Yeah. And she was wearing like uh, flip-flops flip and no definitely not dressed for the cold weather, sitting on a bench outside of Denny's as we were exiting. And of course, I walk right past her. And uh, Hedy is like, I'm trying to talk to Hedy. And I go, listen to me. I'm talking to you. And she's like, going, but no, there's this, this I, I, I don't know. I got to figure out what's going on with this woman. And then another lady came who was also Asian. Looks like it might be her daughter. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and and you try to communicate with her. So first, before I get into my question or my, my question for the audience, um, you made contact with the daughter who was leaving the woman. He yes. was still sitting at the thing. What did, what did you ask her? What did, what was her response? I said, he speak English. And she nodded her head. Um, I, I honestly, I, I, I couldn't tell if it was a mental handicap or she literally did not speak a lick of English. Mm. Um, but I could not communicate whatsoever. So I was pointing to the woman on the bench to get her 
to walk back to the woman on the bench. And so I tried to communicate to them with the, with the layman's uh, sign language, <laughs> food. I thought they were sitting in front of Denny's because they wanted food. Yeah. And I was telling them, pointing to the Denny's, going like this. I would be, And I took out my credit card to point to her, me, you go inside, <laughs> eat. Yeah. And she's like, no, they didn't want food. Hmm. Um, and then she just walked away. She just, she just was. Because by then I was, or, just so you guys, I was already in my car. Yes. They could have been. Please don't think horrible things They could have been mass murderers. <laughs> I was mad. I can see you. Andy left me out in the cold. <laughs> it was cold. Using uh, the moron's sign language. <laughs> I knew you had it. I knew you had it. I was sitting there in my car. That's where my, my, my gad is. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. I had you covered. Yeah. So yeah, anyway. <laughs> Anyways. So, so of course, and so there's no communication and I'm sitting here and I am evaluating. I'm looking at everything. I'm watching her and I'm just thinking, maybe, maybe they're tourists and they are just waiting for a friend. I mean, they they were, they were homeless in appearance, but not like you're dirty, not like, not like dirty and drunk and all that. And, you know, not, you know, not obviously overwhelmed. Yes. And I don't know, they got kicked out of a house or they were just, yeah, it was entirely unclear to this very moment. But the problem was, and this is where I, I did agree with Hedia you know, in, in that, that they, that that older woman was cold. Yes. Like the younger one, she could, she was walking around. She could have found shelter. She could have gone anywhere, but she was leaving the the 70 ish reason I say 70. She, because, you know, homeless people look older than they actually are. She could have even been older. When she could have been older. Close up. She looked close, close to eight. So we go to Burlington's and uh, you found an amazing blanket that I was, I was hoping she'd turn down because I, I really like that blanket. And he's <laughs> even in the car asking me to keep the blanket. <laughs> hoping that they wouldn't want the blanket. They didn't want food, so they wouldn't so, want the blanket. I just, telling the story, I feel so cold hearted. Um, <laughs> I wonder why. And, uh, and then you have, then you got socks. Okay, I'm going to get to my question. I'm just, I just want to lay out the, lay out the whole thing uh, for you, for my question. Um, so eventually we leave Burlington's, we come back and they're still there. Still there. And the daughter had gone to get some other kind of jacket, which looked like a kid's jacket. But she found, where'd she find the jacket? I think she walked back to a house. Well, why is she, if she has a house, why is she sitting know. in the cold? See, this is where it gets complex. I just didn't think it out. I didn't bother to think it out. You know, because I mean? she went into a residential area, which is behind she the did. Denny's, and she comes back with a jacket, but a and, kid's jacket, and what then and some shoes. It okay. looked like what else? There was something else in her hands. Uh, baseball cap. Oh, baseball cap. That's right. So uh, of course I'm thinking, okay, where does this lady go? This is the scam. <laughs> and I was, I was, I was about right. See, I'm right, but. Um, you went and you, you laid the blanket on the woman and she kind of pulled it up and then she kept looking at it like, like almost like, is this like a dog's blanket? No, they saw me rip off all the tags. Oh, they that's saw me right. Take that's it right. out of the bag. That's right. But she kept looking at it like she was confused. And then she looked were... at you and then look at the blanket and then, and then she was looking at you. But she was toasty under it. She just held yeah. it to her chin and she smiled. And then you gave her the socks, socks which were which like, she didn't put on. which were sports socks. And she goes, what do I look like? I play baseball. No, she didn't say that. She took the socks, but, uh, in the end, as we were driving away, I still hadn't gotten out of my car. Um, <laughs> she, I got to wave at her like I had anything to do with it. I go, see ya. Like, we got to go. I got the heater on and we left. Okay. So I'm finally getting my question. 
I, I want to know from the audience based on, and the, uh, you know, other than me joking around, everything is factual that, that I left Hedy and I got the car <laughs> and, and there are these other things going on. And, um, you know, the, that she came back out of the residential area from God knows where with a, a, a hat and a jacket. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on how God brings these things to, to Hedia? Because again, I would have, I, I don't for sure. I'm telling you, I would have just walked past her and got in my car and left. Um, and is are these moments for the people? And you, I know you have an answer for this. Or are all these moments for me, or are they for oh, Hedia? And because they keep happening, like these things where I feel yeah, the day before I so I looked at my Starbucks <laughs> app and she's like, "You bought two cheese and protein boxes." And I was like, no, I fed the lady in the Starbucks. And she's like, what? <laughs> I was just like, she's like, why'd you feed the lady in the Starbucks? And I was like, she looked like she was just having a really bad day. And um, she looked kind of homeless, but not really. Mm. And um, she, she was having a cogent conversation. She was not high. She was not drunk. She was just like, how is your day? What are you going to do today? And I said, um, I don't know. You know, I'm going to spend time. My daughter's got a cheerleading competition. Um, tomorrow so we're planning for that and she's and I said what about you and she's like I'm just waiting for my son and she had a piece of string cheese wrapper mm. and I was like are you hungry she's like yeah I'm really hungry and I said let's get some food and I asked to pray for her and she said no thanks and Jack said that would never happens to him right <laughs> literally Jack said the day before and that's why I prayed and that's why I fed her is he said um ask tell people you're a person of prayer can you pray for them and that's what I did. And she said, and no, says, and nobody that's not the first no. time that's happened to you. That's and, the second time. that's yeah. happened. Yeah, and, and she said, no. <laughs> and I was like, but are you hungry? She's like, yes. And I was like, and I all I can remember, of course, I can't cite it verbatim, but the Lord's scripture about those who do not enter the kingdom of heaven, because you saw my poor and you did not feed them. You saw my children and you did not take Thanks care of lot. them. And then the ones that he does reward are those that fed is because you did this for the least of me mm. you know and so i just i just feel compelled to do it let's hear what cindy has to say as cindy says she has lots of homeless stories not enough room here maybe i'll post them on my page yeah you should it is for all y'all all of y'all yeah yeah i thought about that later i was thinking uh, you know I'm learning something from you. Well, the today experience was unique because I it was very easy for me. I didn't have any cash to give her. It was very easy for me to just get in the car and forget it because mm. everything I tried to offer, they did not accept. But all I kept thinking was the scripture. And I was like, how could I leave an 80-year-old woman with no socks, freezing cold on a bench and get into a warm car and eat, you know, and just forget about her. And I was like, I, I, I got to do something. And so this is what I did, you know. And we had met this pastor a long time ago. He's like, you got to be careful about the homeless. Don't just throw yourself out there. But when I, when I latch on to somebody, it's I feel inspired to do mm, it, and I yeah. won't, I won't stop until I do something. Yeah, we were going up and down the aisles, <laughs> picking out a blanket, trying to set on the socks. It was the whole thing. I had a part of it. But I would not have had a part of it. It wasn't for you. Oh, um, you're, you're extremely supportive of my antics. 
Yeah. You could have just been like, could you just get in the car and let's go? And you didn't. <laughs> no, of course not. Um, but when I tell the stories, I have to tell the whole thing. I can't, you know, pretend oh. that I had much to do with it other than like going, okay, what's happening here? And also I, I there's an app, not an app there. Oh, I guess there was probably is an app, but uh, you know, you can call AT&T operator. And I think you can still do that and ask for a translator, AT&T translator. Yeah. But with the Chinese, it's hard because there's like 10, well, 10 she different. Could have been Vietnamese. Been, she could have been Korean. Could have been, no idea. Yeah, it could have been. Uh, Filipino. Yeah, could have been anything. Yeah. Mandarin, Cantonese. Could have been all kinds of different things. I run into that problem uh, <laughs> uh, on the streets working. Sure. And uh, I got a translator and it took like an hour to get the translator over there. Uh, and uh, he starts talking to this person, you know, in their language. And then, and, and then he turns to me and he goes, sorry, that person speaks Cantonese and I speak Mandarin. <laughs> you got to find a Cantonese one. I go, what? Oh my <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just was thinking like, you know, on, on one level, I, I say to myself, I said, well, that woman is uh, lucky that you came by when you did. She was probably really cold and got her blanket, regardless of what the daughter was doing. Um, I think it was, you know, I think well, that was lucky for her. And then I look at you and what you're doing and your heart. And I go, wow, you know, Edia is a very strong woman and has very strong thoughts and and you're decisive in things, and and yet you have this very soft heart. You know Aww. what I'm saying? And then I thought, well, you know, obviously this is really good for Hedia, and I, I think it's yeah. uh, something that uh, God has called her to do, and she's very good at it and very mindful. And I and I this was left it at that for a little while, and then later on, as I was being devotional, I got to thinking, what if that was for me? <laughs> like maybe it is. Maybe it's me that needs my heart tenderized. <laughs> maybe. Oh. Give me, this old... give me a heart of flesh. <laughs> Amen. I go, oh, my heart I... of stone and give me a heart of flesh. I was thinking I totally missed that. I was busy thinking about you and her and the daughter. And I think, oh, maybe. It's good for Hedia to have a soft heart. <laughs> she needs it. <laughs> but I like Cindy's explanation that it's for all of us. All of us, y'all. All y'all. Oh, all right. Anything else? Any other thoughts on any of the stuff that we talked about? No, I'm just glad my daughter didn't drop anyone today. <laughs> I always pray before my daughter goes to a cheer competition, but the last one was uh, was a fiasco. She literally dropped this girl twice, um, and it made her cry uncontrollably. And it was it was just a disaster. And so I just found myself on my knees every day for three days. Please, Lord, please make this okay. Please make her strong. Make her have a good time because it's traumatic for her too, yeah. you know. Um, and it went very well. It went very well. And I was so grateful. That's what I mean about the grace. It's like the Lord's like, see everything. We come to me with everything, with thanksgiving and with prayer, and 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 submit your needs. Mm. Um, and He hears them. Yeah. And they definitely need God in at the Anaheim Convention Center. There's thousands of women there, yes. thousands <laughs> of girls, and lots of hairspray and oh, all uh, kinds of stuff, <laughs> shenanigans. Uh, but I'm glad. I'm glad too. I, I think that um, you know one of the most important things for her is to have these times of success. She she needs those moments of success, and uh, um, I just I. I hope they continue and uh, 
and more of those will will come. And uh, you know, even the the you know, there's these difficulties that some cheerleading teams have where they're kind of like ah, cats and stuff like that. That um, these moments of success kind of bring people together yes. too. Uh, in, because being defeated and not doing well, they get depressed. They start to attack each other. They start to blame mm -hmm. each other. And success. And the coaches were really sweet. They're like, you girls tried really hard. This is the first time you were a team. Many of you have never even done cheerleading until this season. And so we just put it all into perspective. Like, hey, they did a pretty good job. They placed. Yep. You know? Um, and that was great. Yeah. Awesome. By God's grace. All right. Anything else, my love? No, that's it. It's time to eat. Thank you all for joining us this evening. Thank you for putting up with Andy's stories. <laughs> Andy's story time. <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come up with a, a little jingle. Yeah, and it's our uh, home church this weekend, so please pray for us. I, yes. I keep praying uh, for victory uh, for people to overcome the difficulties in their lives and whatever it is they're suffering from. And um, I keep thinking of the baptisms. So I think let me just present a little bit on the baptisms and uh, the importance of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And um, it's just such an important part of being a spirit-filled Christian. We're going to baptize people in our bathtub? In our no, oh. that's a cool idea, though. And <laughs> <laughs> the house in the house that I had when we met, we had, I had a pool. And uh, the, cool? the neighbor across the street was a pastor, and he would, oh, really? he would, he would come over and we'd uh, have baptisms in my pool. Oh, I love that. Yeah, what I think a blessing three, for the three times. Two, three times. Yeah. That's awesome. It was pretty good. Praying for home church and pray for revival in my church. Yes. Oh. Yes. Let's pray. Let's pray for revival everywhere. Because do, you, do you want people in our, in our house for eight, for eight days, for uh, two revival, weeks? <laughs> yes. I, I mean, if, if the Holy Spirit were to break out like that, it'd be awesome. Because, really? Oh yeah. I can imagine you having 10 people at the house for we two will. weeks. Mark my words. <laughs> people have prophesied over it. I have seen it. Really? Yes. That we will be, um, we'll be a place of safety. We'll have to make a, we'll have to make a Costco run. Yes. If that happens. Yeah. Well, we have got the MREs. We'll just have to make them stretch. <laughs> yes. I mean, look at what the loaf, what the Lord did with five loaves of bread and two fish. Yeah. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. So, uh, Heavenly Father, thank you for this wonderful time uh, with our brothers and sisters and this spirit of revival, it's, I, I know I'm not the only one that noticed, but the timing of the Jesus revolution movement and, and showing people what it was like when there was a move of God, because we want to connect the revival of the church with an awakening in the hearts of those who do not yet know you. And so we pray for revival in our hearts, among our um, friends, our neighbors, and that that would break out as it's done in the past into an awakening where people come to Jesus for, for love, for safety, for salvation, and that they realize that there's no other way. There's no other way to the Father except through you, that you are the way, the truth, and the life, that that comes through your son. And we just pray that over Cindy's church and all of our friends' churches and communities and over our home church and in the lives of every single one of our listeners, Lord, that they will have a revival of their own um, and it'll put them on fire that the Holy spirit will rest on them and fill them in a whole new way and go out and witness to people and draw those who do not yet know you Lord closer to you. Time is short. 
look up for our redemption draws near. We're so grateful to be a time to be alive in a time like this, Lord. Uh, we love you. We honor you with everything that we do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Great prayer. It can happen anywhere. Sure can. All right. All right, my friends. We love you guys. God bless. God bless. Take care.